0: Best case scenario happened today in Ames, Iowa. What am I talking about when I say best case scenario? The absolute best thing that could have happened for this particular football team, and honestly, the program as it sits today, is for the OU defense to carry things today to a win. The OU offense was good enough today but not hitting on all cylinders. It was the OU defense today. I know. I didn't think it was possible either. They come up with three turnovers, three massive turnovers, only allowed 13 points on the day. They looked. At, they made a bad offense looked anemic. That's all you can ask for. The Sooner defense, as much crap as they've taken over the past month, and they've taken quite a bit, that defense was really... Really, really good today, especially when it needed to be. Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson on the Home Creation Sooner Game Day Wrap-Up Show. We got you for the next two hours. 405-329-9000 is the number to call if you want to hop in. I'm sure we're going to hear from several uh, Sooner fans this afternoon, but Travis is live in Ames, Iowa, and, and that's kind of the, that's the lead story today, Travis, is how about that OU defense? Thought that you were going to have to win despite that group throughout the remaining five games of this, of the season, but... That group was as good as they've been since uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, ma'am.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, outside of the long fourth downs that you you, you hope to clean up, uh, you know, other than that, really did well with it. So, um,
0: you got me. Yeah. No. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We got you, man. And uh, okay. Cool. Wow. Cool. Yeah. 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 What What a day it was, and it was a stressful day. We knew it was <laughs> every game from here on out going to be stressful, but it's, it's a good win, man. You, you went on the road and, and beat an Iowa State team, a desperate Iowa State team on the road by a couple touchdowns. I don't know how you can't um, just be really happy overall, Travis, with the way that this team played.
1: Yeah, and, and what's funny is when we were giving our pregame predictions, um, you know, I was I was the most, you know, bold with my 10-point win uh, we had a one-point win. Parker and, uh, and Steelman each had three-point wins. But, no, I mean, couple scores, man. That was uh, That's big time. And I know a lot of people are going to look at Hecker's numbers. But, I mean, the guy threw a hundred times. So, yeah, he you did. know, he, he, he wasn't dialing a lot of pass breakups. I thought Woody Washington played a great game. Obviously, Broyles and Stutzman getting in on some interceptions as well. That was big time. But shutting down their running game was... Was really big, Tyler. I looked at, you know, some of those halftime stats, and we were we were well on our way to eclipsing a lot of their, you know, season averages just in the first half. I mean, we had 132 yards rushing in the first half. They only give up 105 a game. You know, they only give up 15 points a game. We had 13 and a half. So uh, when you look at what we did against their season average, um, you know, you you can't you can nitpick at it for sure,
0: but that's that's a good
1: win on the road, Tyler. Yeah, it is.
0: No, it, it was a good. It was a good day, man. And and, and in no way does it mean that this team's going to come back from Ames, Iowa, and they're fixed. All right, all the problems that they had earlier this year, like that, that, that's not what today means. What today means is against a desperate team on the road. They played well. They played well defensively. That their best defensive performance that they have the entire Big Twelve slate. Yes, it was a bad offense, but they made a bad offense look anemic, and that's the point. This defense is not fixed, and I'm not going to try to sell you on that. What I'm telling you is they played better, I think, than anyone expected today. And that's something. Steps were made today for this particular football team and for this particular football program. And let's go back to what we said the previous two weeks. I wanted to see growth. Just show me some growth after the bye week or through the bye week. That's it, man. Like I- I'm not expecting everything defensively, everything to be fixed all of a sudden. Just show me that through the past two weeks – You've gotten better as a football team, and that's what I saw today. So everything that I asked for, Travis, over the course of the past 14 days, I got that today. So I don't know how I can't be anything more than really happy coming out of this thing.
1: Yeah, and shout-out to the text line uh, from the rush yesterday. You know, they talked about we we made fun of them for getting bold, three pick sixes. Well, we didn't have <laughs> three pick sixes, but we had three interceptions. Yeah, Somebody else man. goes, Zach Schmidt's going to be the, the under-the-radar player. He how was, about that he had all 13 points at some at, you know at 133 so uh, you know what a play call first of all what a play Damn. call what execution I'm not sure I've ever seen a fake field goal run between the tackles
0: <laughs> no I mean,
1: that was incredibly well done incredibly clever um, really just I mean people are gonna say oh well you shouldn't have to resort to that against Iowa State guys this is a really good defense. Like yep, I'm I'm I, I don't, I'm gonna get annoyed with people that say, oh well, you know, yeah, you beat Kansas, but no, Kansas is good this year. They're not elite, but they're good. And then people, oh, it's Iowa State. Who cares? No, Iowa State is the best defense in the Big Twelve in every single statistic. Like scoring, scoring what we scored today is still good. That's a good outing.
0: Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, too, is we were talking about, you know, yesterday, where is OU's biggest advantage in this game? And special teams was brought up, right? And Iowa State wasn't necessarily bad at special teams, but special teams had a huge edge for OU today, man. Zach Schmidt had all 13 points that he had at halftime with the fake field goal score. Um, He knocks a couple in himself. And how, how about Turk today? Turk was awesome. Six punts. 49-yard average today, two punts inside the 20. He had a 61-yard punt today. It, 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 and to go back as to why I say this was best-case scenario, the offense was not the same group that we saw against Kansas. Not great that they played a lot better defense today, so that was to be expected. But the offense had some missed opportunities today. How many deep balls that they tried to hit on down the field that they missed on? Marvin Mims had like three drops today. It was not a great day from the offense, but still... Even with all that, even with a somewhat subpar performance by the offense, you still found a way to win, and you found a way to win by double digits, two scores on the road. Again, I feel like I'm going to have to say this 50 times throughout this postgame show. I'm not getting ahead of myself. I don't think that this team is all of a sudden fixed and they're just going to blow everyone out the rest of the year. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we wanted to see growth, and we saw some growth today, and I think you've got to be really happy with it at least defensively, the progress that it looked like they made in two weeks. And by the way, Travis, I tell you who was an absolute star today, Deshaun White was really, really good. Led the team in tackles today. He's taken a ton of crap over the past month, mostly because people want to see more Jaron Canick. Give Deshaun White his dude. He was, he, was, he was awesome today. He was awesome.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. I, I love seeing him play a great game. Key Lawrence had one drive where it was just the Key Lawrence drive. Um, did some good things. Um, obviously, Broyles getting the interception. There was a lot of validation in a week where we were expecting freshman, freshman, freshman. But Gentry Williams got in, made a play. Obviously, they had Gavin Freeman going in the first quarter. But, man, you look at what some of the, you know, some of the more veteran guys did today, and they said, hey, 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 don't forget about us. We're not we're not out the door yet. Don't try and push us. So uh, a lot of good stuff. Saw Danny make some big-time plays. Um but, yeah, I'll tell you what. We were talking all week, right? We were talking about the margin for error with this Oklahoma team is extremely slim. slimmest we've had in a long time. Well, we made a lot of mistakes. I mean, you, you talk about Mims dropping the ball, couldn't catch Cole today. I mean, we, we, we missed opportunity, missed opportunity. But usually if you have a thin margin, you know, if you don't have a margin error and you drop those balls and you miss those plays, you lose the ball game. You don't win it going away.
0: Yeah, so, wow! Um, I, I never knew a win over a winless Iowa State in conference could feel so good. <laughs> but I don't care. No one is complaining about how the wins come this year. It just feels good to be back on top. Two game winning streak for the boys, and uh, one game a win or one game away, I should say, from uh, from being bowl eligible. And, and and again, like to go back to the storylines that we had over the past couple of weeks. It's you're going to feel one way or the other coming out of this Iowa State game. Either you lose, and it's like, oh boy, things aren't good. How are you going to get to six wins and be bowl eligible? Or you win, and maybe you look good, and you say, hey, this tail end of the schedule looks maybe a little bit more favorable than we thought it was going to a few weeks ago. And I'm not saying that this team's going to rip off every single game and win, and they're going to finish you know nine wins in the regular season or anything, but here as we sit today, Travis, you're a whole lot more optimistic about the final four games because you've seen this defense play at a good level. Again, it wasn't against a great offense, but you've seen this defense make plays, especially in the fourth quarter, to help win a game.
1: Yeah, I I noticed, uh, you know, Brent Venables uses the word strain a lot. I saw a lot of strain out there today, whether it was getting off blocks, whether it was you know, shooting gaps, whether it was just chasing down the quarterback to the sideline to make sure he doesn't pick up that first down. I mean, you saw guys out there absolutely straining, and it was, i tell you what, man, it was a welcome change because that that defense doesn't even look like the one that played against Kansas. So going forward, you're thinking to yourself, okay, we got a a real shot in these games, Tyler.
0: Yeah, no, you you, you do, and, like, again, do I expect this defense to – all of a sudden hold teams to 13 points for the remainder of the year. No. To, to say it again, that's not the overall point of this game. The overall point is that you played well, it looks like you made some steps, and now let's let's see what they do moving forward. Like, I, I'm not I, – I feel like I'm still going to have realistic expectations about this defense, but they got three turnovers today, man. They got three turnovers today, and they got a couple turnovers where Iowa State is driving with the momentum in the fourth quarter to go tie the football game, man. Like – Everyone was super nervous midway through the fourth quarter, right, after Iowa State converts on that third and 11 and then that third and 12 to score a touchdown. Like, that was the bad moment of the day from this defense. That was not good. That was not a great sequence. But outside of that sequence, they, they, were, they were good. They, they were good, especially in a day where the offense just, um, they missed out on some opportunities to really kind of blow that game open, it felt like. Again, 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. Vin Pizza on Britain is where where we're hanging out. We're going to be doing this post-game show until about 4.15. So give us your calls, give us your texts, give us your thoughts on this game as the Sooners win it over Iowa State. We'll get you caught up on some of the other scores going on across the country. And more, keep it locked right here on The Ref. We are the homeless Sooner fans. Hope creation Sooner Game Day wrap-up show live on The Ref. Sooners win it today behind a great defensive performance, 27-13. Deshaun White was awesome today. OU gets three turnovers on Hunter Deckers. They shut down the run game. And it really, kind of for the most part, held Xavier Hutchinson in check, the nation's leader in receptions per game. He did have 10, so right around his, um, his season average. But 10 catches for just 72 yards and zero touchdowns. So 10 catches, okay, that's right around his season average, but for just 72 yards and zero touchdowns, that's something I would have taken before the game, Travis, especially with the way these defensive backs have played before. Yeah,
1: and you know what? We were getting a little bit of pressure, which actually I think forced him to kind of think we're going to approach things, not a uh, – I don't think Decker is necessarily – Fully equipped to necessarily make a lot of those big throws. I think he he probably averages like he probably averaged like five and a half, six yards per attempt. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, I, what I was most impressed with Tyler though was man that run defense. I think they had nine yards at halftime. Yeah, just couldn't get it going. Yeah, Couldn't that's get right. it going. And and I think a lot of that was Tyler. We had questions about our defensive front going into the game, and our concern was. Are we going to be able to stop the run? Are we going to be able to make this Iowa State run defense look as bad as it is? And, Tyler, we made it look worse than it is. Yep.
0: 2.4 yards per rush, 66 uh, rushing yards on just 27 carries. So progress, progress was made today. It feels so good. Progress was made by the OU defense. I will take it, 27-13. All right, let's go to the phone lines, 405. 329-9000 329 9, if you want to hop in. Let's go to Chris. Chris, you're on the post game show. What's going on, man? Oh,
2: nothing much. I enjoyed the game. Really good defensive game. I like the defense. They did step up like you said. But to me, the best play of the whole game was, the. Uh, Teddy's not going to like this. The kicker made the point. Yeah. yeah I know <laughs> Teddy really doesn't care too much for the kicker. You know, but I think he'll be excited for that. I think. You know, I was overly pleased with the game, but, you know, I see inconsistency, which when I quarterback, I just, it's still not there. I I see that inconsistency, and I see Drake Stoops up there waving his hands when he's wide open, and, and, you know, you're constantly going to Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims is a threat. I agree with you 100%, but that man, Marvin Mims was blanketed all games. Was open yeah. most of the time. I mean, you know, and this man is waving his hands. I mean, I mean, I understand what you're trying to do, but you can't always get to him. You got to go to other people to set that up. You know, so I, yeah. I just yeah. inconsistency in that. The run game was good. I just the inconsistency is still at quarterback. I mean, Gabriel's pretty good. I mean, you know, I won't say he's elite, but you know, he can get better. We can. They can all get better.
0: Chris, I totally agree with you. Um, the play of the game today was Zach Schmidt and that fake field goal and the C's opening up and he runs right through for a touchdown. That's the single happiest moment I've had this entire football season is when he <laughs> ran that in for a touchdown, man. It was totally unexpected. I did not Teddy think in a say? million years they were going to fake that field goal. It was, it was awesome. What did they think Teddy go say about it? Um. Oh, whatever. It was the offensive line. He was, he was just lucky to be able to run through that giant hole. You know, he he won't give him any credit. That's fine. No, he won't. I, I agree with you. He won't. But yeah, that's that's my thing. I, you know,
2: they needed that game. I, you know, they needed it for their morale to get themselves up. I think they have a chance to do what they need to do. It's just it's just been a fight to come back to battle back. You know, and and I just cannot believe. And another, I just cannot believe they let two fourth down plays get away. I just, I just, I, know. I, I don't know. I mean, but hey, no. they won the game. Defense looked better. You know, hey, it is what it is. What it is.
0: Yeah. No, hey, Hey. Good, good hearing from you, man. And I love the first comment you made. I enjoyed the game today. Wasn't it nice to sit back and enjoy a game today, Chris? Wasn't it nice? I did. I, I really did. I
2: enjoyed the game. I just. This is the first time that I really enjoyed this game this year. Kansas game was okay, yeah. but a nail biter. But this game, I really enjoyed it. So the defense stepped up. I'm glad Sessman uh, uh, got the got the defensive interception. I mean, we have I haven't seen that all year, and I've been wanting to see that. And linebackers are doing what they got to do.
0: All right, fellas, appreciate yeah. it. Hey, good talking to you. Hey, he, hey, Travis. Here's something crazy. As you were live in Ames, Iowa, and I don't know if there's a lot of Iowa State fans around and the speaker that can hear me, but this is the largest margin of deficit that, like, that you've beaten Iowa State by since 2015. This team, this team, who was a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this game, so many great teams before them, 14 points, that's the largest margin of victory that you've beaten these guys in, what, seven years? Isn't that nuts?
1: Yeah, that's insane and and it wasn't the the playoff bound teams that are led by first overall picks and high flying this high flying that. Nope. It was it was it was it was, it was scrappy uh scrappy defense, scrappy special teams and uh you know, an offense that made a point to run the ball, man. Uh over 180 yards uh, rushing is no joke on this uh, on this defense.
0: Yeah. So, just if you're just now tuning in, our, our main point is just overall it was a good day. And you, you showed some growth. Yes, this team has still got a ways to go. This program has still got to make some strides, yes. But you guys feel it right now, the difference in this team winning and figuring out a way and losing. It just It's a totally different feel from that three-game stretch that uh, you had early in this year when you lose. And you know, a, a point that we brought up in the pregame show, Travis, is, well, okay, you you got an Iowa State team that's played in a ton of close games and an OU team that really's only played in one close game, and that was just the Kansas State game. Is that going to be a factor at all? Well, it was a close game today, right? It was a close game between OU and Iowa State, and it was OU this time around that figured out a way to make the big plays, especially defensively, to win a big game. So I don't want that to go unnoticed. I think overall defensively. Despite the 4th and 11 and the 4th and 12, you give up. That was really kind of only the bad moments of the day. But that defense figured out ways to come up with stops and get turnovers at the end of the game to win this thing. I, that's, that's big, dude.
1: Yeah, and, and they found ways to win. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And, and i tell you what. They've gone through, um, you know, some, some decent teams. And I mean, obviously, Kansas, like we said, has been been having a good season Kansas State, obviously, you know, beat us. They've uh, they've been putting together a good year. Texas, obviously, forty nine nothing. We don't need to be reminded about that necessarily, but we we handed them the largest you know loss of their season by far, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, again, you you start talking about you know we're you know they're close, they're close. Matt Campbell's like, hey, one score. Ted Roof was talking about it before the game. Oh, uh, they're fourteen points away from you know being seven and zero. This is a good team. Well. We rolled up and and matched their total deficit in those four losses in this one game. Uh, I don't think that can be taken for granted because it it was a close game for sure, but we were able to put it away late. And that last play by Woody Washington on fourth and one, you've got Hutchinson. You know they're going to him. You're on an island out there. And, you know, comes comes up with a stop. That had to have felt great for him because he's had a rough he's had a rough year we expected him to kind of be locked down out there and he's had a bit of a rough year you know that he just had to feel so good seeing that ball hit the turf, knowing the game was over
0: yeah and I thought overall he had a really good day didn't you um because you're right he was expected to be OU's unquestioned number one corner potentially an all big 12 guy like here's his year Woody Washington's to have just this you know just massive season and he just hasn't, man. But today he was really good. Now, the interception early in the game, I don't know if you saw the replay or not, but I'm surprised that that call was It was not, was not was an was, interception. <laughs> uh, it was not an interception. But who cares, man? They, they counted it. Woody Washington had his best game of the season, and I thought Deshaun White had his best game of the season. Those two guys defensively were – they were fantastic. But Woody Washington was really good against one of the better def- uh, uh, wide receivers in the conference.
1: Yeah, and I think and I think the reason I bring up that that last score, I mean there's a minute left, you know, it's if Iowa state scores there, the game is not, you know, within their reach. I mean, it's, some miracles have to happen if they score there. So, you know, if if you had a team that, you know, lacked heart and uh, you know, lacked pride, they probably just let them score there. They'd recover an onside and then, you know, we go home. But it was important to them. To stop them on that fourth and one. And, and I thought the difference between 27-20, Tyler, and 27-13 is, is big. I mean, it's real big for that locker room.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it was um, – I mean, we're going to sit here and talk about the defense all show long, and, and just rightfully so, man. Iowa State's final numbers, what did they have? They actually outgained you, 378 yards, just 66 rushing yards, but – Decker's threw it 57 times for 312 yards, and that's fine, man. Like, 378 yards, that's a lot better than what we've seen at other points this year. that That's okay, man. Like, it, 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 if they want to give up 378 yards, I'll take that. But the point is is that Iowa State outgained you, and they only get, they only scored 13 points today. You gave up some yards today at times, sure, but you held them out of the end zone, and, and that's what matters, man. And, and and I mean those are those are the big
1: ones, right? The bend don't break. We talked about Iowa State being that kind of bend don't break defense. And I tell you what, speaking of kind of red zone stuff, that was the first time this season that we've held a team to a field goal in a goal to goal situation. Isn't really? that crazy? Wow. Yeah, that is crazy. First time what? all season. I mean, so wow. just just okay. that kind of stuff. I mean. Just that kind of stuff, that's big, man, and I, and I do think the attitude of the team, I think it's just – I'm really excited for these next four games, Tyler. I think we're going to play well because yeah. the offense can play a lot better and we still won by two scores.
0: Yeah. TCU beat West Virginia, by the way, 41-31 in Morgantown. Arkansas over Auburn today, 41-27. Notre Dame over 16th-ranked Syracuse, 41-24 inside the Dome. Uh, Kansas State has an early 7-0 lead on Oklahoma State with 11 minutes. Will Howard uh, had a 38-yard touchdown pass, so I'm guessing Adrian Martinez is not playing today. It doesn't look like he's starting today at least. Um, And then, of course, you've got Ohio State. Making a big run right now on Penn State. They were up. Oh, that game just gone final. 44 31 Ohio State over Penn State. We'll get you caught up on more scores. Your phone calls, 405 329 9000. Dennis from Chicago, we see you. We get, we'll get you coming out of the break. Keep it locked right here. Home Creation Sooner Game Day Wrap Up Show live on the ref. Home Creation Sooner Game Day Wrap Up Show live on the ref. Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson, your calls, 405 329 9000. I'm live at Vin Pizza on Britain. We had a great turnout for the Ref Army watch party. It was so much fun. People high fiving because of the defense today. Those three turnovers. Sooners figuring out a way to win late. It was a good time. And Travis is live at Jethro's in Ames. Um, set the scene a little bit for me from Jethro's, and how was a how was seeing your first football game in Ames, Iowa? I'm curious.
1: I tell you what, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I've really enjoyed Jethro's. Uh, yesterday we did radio from the one in Johnston. Today, obviously, we're at the one in Ames. Uh, great people. It's been great service, great food, um, and, and and great company. But I tell you what, Iowa State. It, I mean, it was it was really cool. I mean, scenic fall cool. yeah. backdrop. You know the fall colors of the uh, uh, fall colors of the trees that are turning. And uh, what's what's cool is they've got in the corners of the north end zone people uh, lay out blankets as if they're uh, about to watch some 4th of July fireworks or have a picnic and they just watch the game from you know the grassy knoll if you will and kids playing around throwing footballs around like it was really really cool great family environment for everybody um, I was just I was I was really impressed with the uh, with the setup obviously the tailgating uh, there between Hilton and Jack Trice I mean the parking lot just a massive sea of people right outside the front door Um, so it was I mean the tailgating was great you could tell that um, you could tell it's just a great fan base man so really impressed with Iowa State fans everybody's been really friendly even before the game so it wasn't one of those oh you beat us so now I got to be nice type of situation like they've been nice uh, the whole time so uh, really really cool experience Uh, not sure if it's our last time coming to Ames but if it is it was a
0: good way to go out all right, back to the phone lines we go. Dennis from Chicago. Dennis, as always, good to hear from you. You're on the post game show. What's up? What's up?
3: Hey guys, how we doing? I mean, probably pretty good after today, obviously. Yeah, yeah, good
1: hearing from you. That's why we're doing good, Dennis. Yeah,
3: yeah thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I, there were a lot of good things. You know, Tyler, uh, yesterday you mentioned let's not make uh, Deckers look like you know the All American and. I don't think they did. I know he had his yards, but he also threw the ball like 60 times. I but uh, there, was, there was no big bust, Really, He uh, didn't
0: make him look like Patrick Mahomes, but he threw it as, as many times as Patrick Mahomes does, especially against them. You know, ex-
3: exactly. And, they, you know, they, they did convert some, some times where, again, it was frustrating, where it was like get off the field. Uh, you know, their one touchdown, i got to say, you know, I didn't understand that. I'm not a genius, but, you know, we're bringing the kitchen sink and you got Stutzman alone in the middle of the field. I mean, don't you just want to sit three guys at the stick and just, you know, kind of play coverage in that situation? That that kind of bothered me a little bit. I mean, it was kind of an easy touchdown. Um, you know, and uh, maybe I've missed something, but Javante Barnes, was, was he... Not in he the didn't make the trip at
0: all. He did. He okay. he did not make the trip. And Tyler Guyton didn't make the trip today. Um,
1: losing
0: losing Travis a little bit on his connection. losing Travis. Travis, yeah. if you can, yeah, yeah. Travis, if you can reconnect. Um, but yeah, Barnes didn't make the trip. Guyton didn't make the trip. And then uh, Billy Bowman did make the trip, and he played early. He played late, and. That was very nice to see, Dennis. I didn't think he was going to yes. play today, and he right. didn't necessarily come up with some huge play today, but I, I don't care, man. he I, I just think his presence back there is huge for the defense.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely, yeah. And like I said, you know, they I, I did tackle. I you know, wanted to see better pressure at times, but, you know, overall, you know, a uh, tackled better in space. Um, you know, we're one... We're closer to bowl eligibility. I don't know where we're going to get that other win after, you know, watching the other teams. But, hey, you know, it it, it can happen. I mean, it's pretty sad that I'm talking like this. But, um, you know, yeah, it was, uh, you know, penalties were down, I felt, uh, again for the second, second game in a row. So, yeah, I mean, it was good just coming off the bye, Tyler, and, like, yeah. you know, just you know, really seeing improvement and not, like, stepping back, you know. Like, we yeah. maybe, have, you know, it, it was just uh, they they played aggressively and, you know, on the road, that's a nice win. So, you know, it, it, it's good. And maybe some momentum going forward and, you know, the stretch is going to be rough. But, you
0: know, they're, they're going to improve. Well, they're going to get everything better. Everything just get looks Juventus. more favorable now, Dennis. You know, it's like, okay, you've won two in a row and – you get Baylor at home, and I feel like you can beat Baylor at home, right, if you play well, and then, then you go to West Virginia. It's like, okay, yeah, if you play well, you can beat West Virginia. all right. Oh, like the point is, like, the schedule just looks so much more favorable than it did even, you know, a, a few days ago, and that's just what happens when you go on the road and play the way that you did on both special teams and defense. It's just you, you just have way more of an optimistic view than you've had over the past month, and it's, it's nice. It's nice.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is, and and you know what? And Marvin is not going to have many games like that, like he did Hope today. Not. I yeah. mean, that that's that's not going to happen much. So, yeah, I mean, you know what? You just you just up my optimism a little bit because you know there I'm you looking go. at the hey, schedule. That's what we're just
0: trying to do today. That's what we're trying to do. Today, I'm, I'm looking at
3: the schedule, Tyler, and going, I don't know where we get the other win, but you know what? I'll keep listening to you and keep listening right. to the show during the week. <laughs> And uh, you know you'll keep boosting my spirits. and you know. There you go. We'll, we'll,
0: there you go. We're man. gonna
3: get there. But yeah, no, it was it was positive. It was, it was a nice, uh, nice Saturday here. So yeah, for sure. Um,
0: yeah. Hey, hey. Right, good talking to you, come Dennis. On guys. All right. We'll yeah, talk to you later. You bet. All right, you, yeah. got me, you got um, me. brother. Yeah, I, I, I do have you. Uh, Kansas State's up fourteen nothing, by the way, over Oklahoma State. I'm sure you guys have that game on. Uh, over there in Ames, Iowa, but um, you know well, something. You know one on thing
1: right now, and uh, the Iowa oh, gosh. western game and Iowa has a uh, offensive explosion in the first quarter. They've already got three <laughs> points. Already got three points. Here, so,
0: so, so Dennis just said, "All right, you made me feel better. I'm a little bit more optimistic." Well, how about this to make everyone Saturday a little better, right? And Travis, you've told me this consistently, both on the air and during times when we're hanging out at the bar after a big win. But you say, hey, man, the thing I like most about 11 a.m. wins is you get your win, and you get to hang out for the rest of the day stress-free and watch college football. Here you are, man, whether you're in Ames or here at Venn or just sitting at home, you get that 11 a.m. win. You get to sit back the rest of the day, just hang out and watch some football. It's a pretty good feeling.
1: Yeah, man, it's, it's relaxing. I'll probably actually make the drive back. To Tulsa tonight, so I'll throw I'll throw a game on the old uh, screen as I head back to Oklahoma. As we have OU fans filing in now, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's the best, really. You get to look at the slate of games knowing you've already got yours in the clubhouse, and uh, and yeah, you can you can watch stress free because you know Tyler. I occasionally uh, you know tend to talk a little noise on the social media, right on the Bird <laughs> app. Um, and yeah. it's 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 not fun whenever uh, you do that, and then you get uh, clapped by you know a lesser opponent, if you will. So um, I, I'm gonna I might take a few jabs, you know, some some jabs today, knowing that we've got it in the bag.
0: Yeah, hey, might as well, right? Might as well. Hey, yeah, you're five and three, for God's sake. One win away from bowl eligibility. Like I said, a win over a uh, winless Iowa State team in in conference. It's never felt so great, but I know everyone's feeling great right now. Deuce Vaughn had a 62-yard run for a touchdown. That puts Kansas State up 14-0 over Oklahoma State. Does not look like Adrian Martinez is playing today. It's the Will Howard show so far uh, for the Cats. 405-329-9000 if you want to sneak in with a phone call. Hey, it's a good feeling today. It's all the good vibes. No, this team is not fixed. All their problems are not solved. But they're at least getting better. And Brett Venable said that the, the, the stretch run, the final five games of this year, that's how this team is going to get remembered. Well, hopefully this team is remembered in a positive way. And so far, your final five games, you're 1-0 on the year with the two-touchdown win over Iowa State. So feeling good today. See if you can uh, repeat that performance at home against Baylor next weekend because uh, that puts you in a three-game winning streak in conference and uh, gets you to bowl eligibility. All right, more of your phone calls and more coming up next. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. The Home Creations Sooner Game Day Wrap-Up Show rolls on next. Home Creations Sooner Game Day Wrap-Up Show. OU wins it today over Iowa State, 27-13 behind the best defensive performance we've seen since this team was in Lincoln, Nebraska. By far in a way, the best defensive performance so far in this conference. And, Travis, an, another point, man. Like, I keep bringing up points of things that we've said over the course of the past two weeks is, well, okay, and I said it this morning, just make Iowa State look like an average offense, right? Like, their, their season average, I think, was around 22, 23 points per game. Hold Iowa State to 22, 23 points per game. I'll be happy. They did a lot more than that. They held them thirteen today. I'll take it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what we wanted, right? Look, make Iowa State look like Iowa State. We didn't need them to go out there and be world beaters. As a couple Baker Mayfield jerseys walk in, or you know, from this side, they Uh-oh. could be Trey Morrison jerseys. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Uh, but uh, regardless, yeah, the uh, the whole thing. Make Iowa State look like Iowa State. Go ahead and scan the uh, QR code uh, and download the app. So, anyways, what was important today, Tyler, was not only making Iowa State look like Iowa State, but understanding, and I think it's important for for o- Oklahoma fans to understand, we're not saying they looked like a playoff team today. But we know exactly. that we're not a playoff team. Like, we know that. So, you can still be happy about three turnovers, you can still be happy about the defense winning a ball game, you can still be happy with Eric Gray continuing to be one of the best running backs in the country, you can still be happy about that, without just saying, well, you know, uh, I don't get it, Mims dropped a few balls, what are we even doing here, why are we even fielding the team, like, come on guys, let's relax, We're we're not a playoff team this year, see if we can get to nine wins maybe, maybe, eight wins, something like that, but... We've got a line at Jethro's now, and uh, it's starting to
0: get popular with a few more OU fans uh, than Iowa State fans. It's a party. Um, what's the number you said yesterday for Eric Gray? You said 20, right? Guess how many carries said, he had. I said twenty. Exactly 26? 20. Yep, I said, yep, I was like, I wanted
1: 26 carries, and he was perfectly on pace at halftime, but then he went out with an injury for a little bit, and I thought my prediction was derailed by that. But I knew I knew it was going to be a heavy carry game for him. I didn't even know Barnes was sick, but... Knew they need to continue to get that guy the ball. And what did he do? Another 100-yard game.
0: Like, that's, that's yeah. all this guy does, Tyler. No, no, he was, he was excellent today. He didn't have a, you know, 50-yard run. But he got – you know what he consistently did today, Travis? Is he consistently kept you in front of the sticks. And he consistently got you a yard and a half to two yards more than I think what most guys would get you. Is he, he didn't have a ton of just wide open running lanes today. But he would make that first guy miss, and he'd get upfield for four or five more yards. Or he would get met at, you know, a yard past the line of scrimmage, but he would figure out a way to get himself a yard and a half, two yards more after that first contact. He was just, for, for, for someone that's not a big guy, he consistently fell forward today, which was huge for this offense. And, you know, speaking of this offense, how many times did they try to go deep on first down and just barely missed a big play? You know, it, it felt like there were seven, eight times... They tried to go deep on first down, and they were just so closed from hitting on a big play, and they never did today. And so this offense at times was definitely backed up on second and ten in a predictable running down, but it didn't affect Eric Gray's day. He was still really good today.
1: Yeah, with the rush three, drop eight that Iowa State runs, they typically they don't stop a lot of guys at the line of scrimmage. So as you're you know as you're Eric Gray, it's it's perfect for you because – you get past the line of scrimmage, all of a sudden you're on linebackers. All of a sudden you're on linebackers, and he can make those guys miss. I mean, we were making tackles in the open field, and Eric Gray was putting some dudes on skates because that's what he does. He's got that hard step in the ground when he puts when he plants that foot. Man, he looks dude. He makes dudes look silly. So again, ran strong, ran really tough. Obviously, lost the fumble early on what was a really tough run. But anybody questioning his toughness or whether he uh, can run between the tackles. They're just not watching this year, Tyler.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I agree. He had a really good day, and did he have he, – yeah, he had that touchdown at the end of the game on, on the Wildcats. Got yep, hit about yep. the one-and-a-half-yard line and and fell forward for that score. So overall just a uh, – it, it was not – hey, it wasn't a perfect day by the offense, but if you're just now tuning in, that's been kind of our main point today. It was, it was not a great day for the offense. They definitely left some – uh points and yards out there on the field, but even with that, man, you still won by two scores, and if I would have told you yesterday that the offense was not going to be hitting on all cylinders, and they were going to miss on some opportunities and leave some points out there on the field, you would have been a lot more nervous, right? Everyone would have been. Well, that was the case today, and you won by 14 points.
1: Yeah, and, and I think the margin of victory is important to, to point out, Tyler, because we we talked about it. We talked about man, you got to play well. Brent Venable said it in his press conference. He goes, "We got to go to Ames and play well. We got to go if we want to win, we got to go and play well." And the offense, Tyler, I mean, really didn't didn't play well. And you still yeah. win by the largest margin of victory that has been delivered to Iowa State. And yeah, we 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 the momentum that you get, I mean, I know next week against Baylor we're going to be saying this, Tyler. I'm already predicting it i'm looking in my crystal ball and saying well you know we could lose the rest of these games or we could win the rest of these games <laughs> it's that's just it's how it, that's games. how it's going to be yeah. and that's what we're going to say <laughs> and we're hopefully we keep on saying well you know we, we we could do this or that but we
0: just keep winning how about this final score uh just went final miami beat virginia 14 to 12 in four overtimes travis they played four overtimes today, and I understand that the overtime rules are new with the alternate two-point conversions, but Miami and Virginia played a game with four overtimes in the final score, which is 14-12. to I think the score was like 3 nothing Miami at the half, and it was 6-6 at the end of regulation.
1: There were no touchdowns, actually, in that game either, Tyler. That's the even crazier Jeez. part. Not a single touchdown was scored in that game.
0: Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. Back to the phone lines we go. Sean, you're on the Pulse Game Show. Good to hear from you. What's up, man?
4: Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, not no touchdowns were scored, and none came very close to happening
0: in that Miami yeah. game. So
4: at least we're not Miami. Uh, no, good solid win today. I thought uh, uh, played well. We ran the ball, or Gray ran the ball really well. Um, but on the one, one hand, I would ask you guys, have you guys ever seen a team – Less capable of running zone defense than OU. It is a mind-boggler
0: how bad they are. Um,
4: I mean, you learn zone in third grade.
0: I feel better on third and four than I do third and 12.
4: If that answers well, I question. feel horrible on fourth. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just is. No,
0: I, I mean. It, they it, struggle it, it, that much. Yeah, and, and that was, I mean, obviously, that was kind of the. Like Stutzman, I mean, he made the interception late later, and that was that was nice, but that was a really bad defensive play, and I, surely no one's going to try to say otherwise. It was bad. So yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and I know that you know the the main point here is felt like you took some steps today, but still, you can see where this defense still has a long ways to go. And zone coverage, something as simple as that, Sean. Yeah, they got a long way to go still.
4: No, no I thought they did. I mean, I, for the most part, I thought they played really well they were against the run they were uh really exceptional i forgot reggie grimes was on the team i saw him today um I mean, there were a lot of positives and i thought offensively i thought we were surprisingly patient i was that was what i was worried about we took some shots when we which you, you need to but i thought overall it was a really solid win i just it's Amazing how hard it is for this team to play zone coverage. Now, I know in our defense we probably don't play man that well either, but still. Um what'd you guys uh watch what what's the takeaway though? I heard you guys kind of touched on it there a little bit, going into next week. I don't know that Baylor's that much better offensively than even Iowa State. I I think you should have quite a bit of success defensively next week too. Um if you kind of, if you can kind of control the game, offensively.
0: I agree with that. I agree with that, Travis. Hunter Decker's might be the worst starting quarterback in the conference. Blake Shapen um, is not that much better, honestly. Um, but their middle of their defensive lines really good. Like I, I think OU's mm-hmm. offensive line maybe outside they're pretty good, but in the interior I still have a lot of question. Like that's the big matchup to me next week, Travis is can OU in the interior block Baylor in in the middle. That that's a huge matchup.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a good game to kind of warm up for Baylor, right? You've got the the, the really good defense and kind of the limited offense. Um, you know, Baylor's still putting up you know four hundred and fifty eight yards a game. Obviously, I think a lot of that is early in their schedule. They've kind of tailed off from some of that uh, due to their non con, um, but uh, you know they're right up there defensively uh, with with Baylor um, and or right up there defensively with Iowa State. So. I think this. I think it's a it's a good point that these games might look similar. And I think if Mims holds on to the ball, and I think mm-hmm. if uh, I think if maybe we don't. I mean, we sustained that big drive, and you know, fumbled the ball. Like we shot ourselves in the foot a bunch. Uh, but I think this game really tunes us up nicely uh, for Baylor. I I like us in the Baylor game
0: uh, actually. Sean, I'll be interested. Hey,
4: real quick, one you last know, was, question, guys.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. Go ahead, and I'll, i I got one final point for you. Well,
4: I, I just uh, last question. I, I just know I was watching that Miami game. I just started listening a little bit ago. But question for Travis: Is it the biggest sports bar in the Big Twelve? <laughs>
1: Man, it's massive. Uh, Five hundred and thirty-eight. Five hundred and thirty-eight is the occupancy. This thing keeps on going and going. Not only is it massive, kind of in the main room they have a whole game room with like big buck hunter papa shot the punching bag game uh, four pool tables they got banquet rooms they got it's they got space on space on space
4: Well that was my that was actually my main question of the day that was uh, uh, I was yeah. uh, more curious about that than anything what were you going to say Tyler All the
0: fraternity guys the won't be stuff. lined That's... up on the punching bag game they they'll all That's be the, lined the, the fraternities yeah. there <laughs> That's the important stuff
4: Now what were you going to say Tyler I'm sorry
0: So you know what felt good? I mean, just got getting a win today, it just felt good. But how about OU finally getting some breaks? And I guess good teams, like, yeah. they, they find breaks. You know, breaks happen to teams that are really good. But the, the Woody Washington interception, it's, uh, well, all right, it hits the ground. And then you're on the other side. Like, I, I don't know how that call was upheld, but it was, and you'll take it. But how about this, you know? This is a play that we haven't brought up yet, but I thought it was massive at the time. Like clearly, the entire game was close, but Iowa State's got like a third and one, maybe it was a third and two, and they oh, snap the it over snap. Hunter Decker's head. Yeah, and they have to punt it away right after that. Yeah, that, that, that was like, massive. Oh, you caught some Absolutely breaks massive. that they have not even been close to catching all year long so far. No.
1: Yeah, shout shout, shout the, out Ted Roof for calling the uh, bad snap play. He should call that one more often. Man. Well,
0: that was that's a great yeah that's,
4: that's a great point though we did. We did catch some breaks, and you kind of created some yourself. Did you guys think it was roughing uh, the on Freeman on that one play? He got tapped pretty f- far out of bounds. I thought.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I, I kind of looked around at a couple people in the press box, and it was just kind of giving that all like, oh, you know, it was
0: close.
4: I appreciate the call. I appreciate the time, yeah. guys. Good show. Thanks. Yeah. Hey yeah. man, yeah. thanks yeah. for appreciate calling.
0: 405-329-9000, if you want to hop in, a final hour of our Home Creation Sooner Game Day wrap-up show is next, right here on The Ref. Final hour, Home Creation Sooner Game Day wrap-up show. And my buddy Jonathan over there, <laughs> he is a big Justin Broyles fan, and he did a lap around Vin Pizza on Britain when Justin Broyles got the interception. So, we, we will just, <laughs> we will reserve this part of the show, Travis. Justin Broyles, maybe his best game as a Sooner today, made a play or two. How about that? <laughs> yeah,
1: I like it, man. I like it. I, I, and, and it's funny because, you know, he becomes, you know, a bit of the a scapegoat of a lot of stuff going on with the defense. And, and you know, with, with, you know, our safety depth, what it is, you know, he's going to play a lot. And, you know, he made a play, so you got to give him his credit when uh, his credit is due and he made a play, and i tell you what, speaking of the safety depth, man, it was nice to uh, not really have to strain uh, those guys, and again, we should be healthier uh, for the Baylor game for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, 25 out there making plays, 25 out there. The whole defense, man, was, was making plays, and talked about Deshaun White, talked about Woody Washington, and... You know, if you were to, you know, kind of go down the list of guys individually on defense that have taken the most crap this year, Travis. Um, Sean White and Woody Washington, I think those two guys would be pretty high on the list. And they had their best games of the year. Man, again, it goes to the overall point. This defense is not fixed. They still got a ways to go. But there were a couple guys defensively, a couple older guys defensively, that looked like they have played college football for three or four years. And, man, that is a that, – that, that was a nice – Really, really nice thing to see. Nice thing to see for those guys.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, I kind of said it earlier. I think a lot of it has to do with us being so excited about the young guys and talking about it on the bye week, saying, hey, man, look, you know, if, you know, and Brent talking about, hey, look, if you don't want to be here, you know, I'll escort you out. You know, I'm not going to have you here sabotaging what we're trying to do as a program and what we're trying to build. And I think as he said that, a lot of people thought, Oh, huh, who could he be talking about? Is it older guys? Is it this, that, and the other? We thought, you know, we're going to see some freshmen in there, and, and we did. But when when your best games are played by a bunch of the, uh, you know, the the veterans. I mean, not that you know, like Stutzman's a, a veteran by any means, but you know, he's he's got a lot of snaps under his belt, and he leads the team in tackles. So um, yeah. that that being said, I was just I was really pleased with those guys, and super happy for. Woody Washington, like I said, especially on that last play, knowing that the game was over when that ball hit the ground, and he could go breathe a sigh of relief after he played his best game.
0: If I were to ask you to give out an MVP of the game award, it's not obvious, is it? Like who? who where do you go with the MVP of the game award?
1: I, I would say that. I would say that in some type of order. It's Eric Gray. Yeah. Now, and again, not in order, but Eric Gray, Zach Schmidt, and Michael Turk.
0: Yeah, I think I might go Zach Schmidt, man. Well, but here's the thing Like, it was a giant hole that was opened up, like him running still into gotta a make touchdown, the play. So, Still,
5: still got to make, make the play. play.
0: They gave credit to the offensive line. Um, I, I think that's a really good three, man. I, I but think even, you throw making, but White even making the kicks, man. Washington, too. Yeah. Even no, making kicks,
1: like, those are important kicks to make. And early on, you know, people were saying, like, what did you think about that first field goal, Tyler? Did you, did you want them to right go down the for middle. it on fourth and two? No, um, did you want them to go for it on fourth and two? I liked the kick, personally. I mean, I know everybody, yeah, no, I, I, no, I know I, I all, all, all fans just want to be aggressive. But I think you take the points there. You've got to be patient against this, against this team. They don't give up a lot of points. Take them when you can get them. And, uh, and And get out of there with with your three, but man, with him on that next on that next one when he was down real close, and then uh, I, I knew it, I knew everybody was going to start complaining and saying, man i can't believe they uh, you know i can't believe they kicked it, but then you run the fake, and everybody's deleting those tweets
0: <laughs> yeah um, no i I was totally cool with him kicking it at that spot. Um, that seems like so long ago, but just just take the points and take the lead at that point, right? Because we've seen this team, the difference in just taking a lead versus playing behind uh, from a deficit. Just take the lead, man. So I, I was totally cool with a kicker that's been really good this year. If he had been shaky up to this point, then maybe that's different. But I, I felt good about him in that spot. And, again, it was – you go back and watch that kick. It was right down the middle. I mean, right down the middle. He couldn't have uh, – he could have squared that one up even better. Um, but how about Brent in year one with trick plays? Two for two so far, right? Unfortunately, the uh, the Let's fake against it. Texas didn't end up in a touchdown. It, it did work, though. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. You got some early Bob Stoops vibes here uh, being the gambler here uh, in his first season.
1: Right? I mean, the, the success rate, it's like, oh, man, cool. The success rate of our trick plays is awesome. Oh, but the but the success of the opponents, uh, fourth and ten-plus, are also awesome. Like, man, let's clean those up. I would trade one for the other.
0: Yeah, so special teams was good once again. Man, um, OU, top of the league, man. Really high in the conference in every single uh, special teams category, at least the major ones, and that held up today. Zach Schmidt had your first 13 points today. Uh, he scored a touchdown. Michael Turk was awesome, right around a 50-yard average. He had a 61-yard booming punt this afternoon. Special teams and defense can win you a lot of games, and special teams and defense was uh, was definitely good today. And the offense, man, like now as we're kind of you know a little over an hour removed from the game, you know I will take this victory. Of course, everyone will. I would definitely take a 14-point win over Iowa State. Which is the largest margin of victory you've had over the Cyclones You were hoping since for a one-point win. One win. one point yes. win. Yes. And well,
1: Travis, also, Lincoln Riley is still the only coach of the last century to uh, lose to Iowa State at OU. I'm just nice. I just, as long as we're throwing nice. stats out there and whatnot, I, I thought I thought that I would be complete uh, in our post-game coverage. Uh, so yeah, Brent Venables avoids that uh, avoids that stat.
0: Well, speaking of mule shoe, I'll use the word close like he does all the time. How close were you for that game to be a whole lot more lopsided? Eric Gray has that fumble early in the game, and you had about five deep balls that you just missed on. You couldn't hit on a deep ball all day long, but you hit on one of those, and you go up by a couple scores. And who knows what uh, today looks like? You know, I mean, you you were I hate to use the word close like him, but you were really close from winning that game going away.
1: Right, you really were, and I'll tell you what—the first play of the game, Tyler. I know it was a holding call, so it got, it got, you know, waved. But man, what a play call and what a throw! Oh yeah, to Mims up the sideline. I mean, that might be that might be six right there. You know what I mean? Should have been. And, yeah. I mean, a great, a great route, a great throw, and Mims just couldn't get his hands on it. Again, it was. Uh, it was wiped away because of a penalty anyways but stuff like that i mean levy's drawing up exactly what he needs to do man i mean he's getting guys open he's you know he's he's putting his players in a position to succeed what do we say about coaches all the time they just have to put their people in a place to succeed it is up to the player at that point to execute the plays i thought levy was in his bag today i actually thought he had a really good game i know it wasn't yeah. a 50 point showing, but I still think he had a good game against a
0: defense that is really good. I agree. No, I agree with all that. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question that's probably very unfair um, because I don't know if the two places are very comparable. At least I know that they're not comparable. The differences, like which is better, I guess, whatever, the similarities between the road trip to Lincoln and the road trip to Ames, and why I say it's unfair is... You know, Lincoln, you can feel the history, right? And there's a real respect that's there. Ames is just – it sounds like, from what you're saying, it was really cool. It's just a lot different. I don't i don't know if you want to say which one was the better road trip, which one has a better atmosphere, but like, I guess compare the, the Lincoln and Ames road trips if you can.
1: Well, um, plenty of uh, bush light available, um, both road trips. Uh, that stuff's yeah. everywhere <laughs> up here. Um, but, um, you know – I would say they both do a really good job catering to their fans. They have a they have a clear identity. Um, really great just family atmosphere today. Like I said, um, I mean, the whole stadium's really, I know, I know it's an outdoor stadium, but there's no, like, you don't go inside to go through concourse. There's not a lot of coverage or anything like that. And a lot of people are just watching from kind of the, the road that kind of goes all the way around the stadium. Like I said, the grassy. Patches the hillside uh, where people are just laying out blankets and and throwing around with uh, kids throwing around footballs and stuff like that. Like it's just it just seemed like they were very, um, just very comfortable with their identity as a fan base. Um, and the same goes for Nebraska. Nebraska does a lot of things for their fans in their stadium. I mean, the concourse that goes literally behind the team benches, the water that's down on the field, like. You know, the tailgating, both, both of them have fantastic tailgating atmospheres, great space for them. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, they were, they're, they're definitely not the same. The, the, the history of the programs, the size of the programs, things like that are, are certainly different. But I would say they both have a very clear identity and they, they, they give their fans a really good product.
0: I thought of you, it was maybe in the first quarter, it was definitely in the first half. But OU makes a play defensively, and some players here, or some uh, people here at Vince, some OU fans are, Williams? Who's Williams? What, what, wait, Williams? What's going on? Gentry Williams. Gentry Williams made a play earlier in this game. So you saw some young guys uh, oh, make man, a play, I including some of those young cats from the 918, dude. Heck
1: yeah, man. I loved it, man. Uh, Jordan Kelly with the sack, obviously. He's not a young kid, but he's still from the 918. Yeah. 8 um, And then uh, Gentry getting his head around. I'll tell you what. I feel like OU would be maybe not a whole different record, but I think, you know, maybe we, maybe we get Kansas State back or something like that if we just get our head turned around uh, when the ball's in the air. And I know the coaches are screaming it, um, but, you know, it was nice to see that happen on multiple occasions today. That, that, that's the only thing. We hear it on the text line all the time. If there's one thing you want to see, we ask it every week. Defensive backs getting their head around Yep.
0: Yeah. No, it it happened today. It happened today. Uh, We got some blowouts in the uh, 230 slate, dude. Georgia is up on Florida, 21 to nothing in Jacksonville early in the second quarter. Kansas State is up on Oklahoma State, 21 to nothing early in the second quarter. Adrian Martinez is not playing today. Uh, Will Howard, the backup quarterback, is playing. Does not matter. Kansas State is dominating Oklahoma State, man. I know you guys got the Iowa game on up there. Uh, Nebraska is also up on 17th-ranked Illinois, 9-6, to with nine and a half minutes left in the second quarter in Lincoln. Um, I don't know if you guys got that OSU-Kansas State game on, but it is, it's a route early in Manhattan, man. Yeah, and Kansas State
1: just scored. Yeah, there's some interesting games going on there. Um, it, it, it's funny, that Nebraska game uh, could sneakily creep its way up to being, you know, a decent win for us, <laughs> uh, yeah. but Oregon, Oregon's down to the Cal 26. But Oregon's losing to Cal. Um, you know, as as the second half clock winds, uh, that's big time. But yeah, that that Kansas State OSU game is the shocker of the day, right? Because everybody kind of picked it to be kind of the, the cl- one of the closest games nationally for Kansas State to jump out 21 nothing over Oklahoma State without Adrian Martinez. That is, uh, man, that that's. That's a surprise, to say the least.
0: Um, By the way, 63 running around today with no name on his back, that was Jaden Gibson, right? Everyone was talking about that. And then it was Daniel Parker.
1: So 63 they were (laughs) given to whoever. Yeah, it was just they have a a generic jersey uh, that if there's a duplicate number, they just throw a big one-size-fits-all jersey over the guy. So keep in mind, think how big that jersey has to be to fit over Jaden Gibson and Daniel Parker Jr.,
0: that's funny, man. I mean, that was a, that, it looked
1: like a kid that uh, you know, it looked like a kid that you know, was wearing some some hand-me-downs out there running around. What was funny was he, he really was kind of mixing it up with the Iowa State sideline. Um that that got some responses from the crowd, of course, but he was mixing it up and I bet he thought, "Hey man, y'all don't know who I am. I'm not my name's not on yeah. here. I I, I, I Seriously. He was undercover, man. He was in there mixing it up undercover.
0: 405 329 9000. If you want to sneak in, we got a few more segments remaining in our post game show. Sooners win it today 27 13 over Iowa State. More to come next. We'll keep you updated on scores going on across the country. More analysis of this OUN over Iowa State. Live from Then Pizza on Britain here in Oklahoma City. Travis is live in Ames, Iowa, where apparently a whole lot of OU fans are pulling up and maybe ready to uh, drink this afternoon and watch some college football games. Keep it locked right here on the ref. We are the home suitor fans. Woo, buddy! It is uh, it's getting bad in Manhattan, Kansas. Kansas State just scored again with the backup quarterback. Travis, it is twenty-eight, nothing with nine minutes left in the second quarter. They, they've know, got a, a, a ton of football game left, dude. Woo.
1: Yeah, it's getting ugly. They're gonna have to have a running, uh, running clock in the second half of that one. I'll tell you what: the eighth, eighth-ranked team in the country, ninth-ranked team, and the tenth-ranked team all losing in the second quarter. I mean, none as bad as Oklahoma State is, but uh, they're uh, yeah. they're all taking it on the chin right now.
0: And, and here's what's
1: That's crazy That's why i we're not ranked, Tyler.
0: You know, we'd lose. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, here's what's crazy about Kansas State's first 20 minutes, is all four of their touchdowns have been 30 yards or more. 38-yard touchdown, 62-yard touchdown, 31-yard touchdown, 41-yard touchdown. You don't necessarily think of Kansas State as a big play offense, though. They kind of were oh, just against as we the U. Just as we, yeah. Just as we expected
1: uh, when we were playing them. Going into the game, we said, you know what, look, this is a big play home run hitting offense that the Wildcats have, <laughs> led by Will Howard. Oh, and uh, yeah, I tell you what, Will Howard's going to make a late Heisman push, let me tell you. No kidding, man. But
0: uh, they're a big play offense today. And the Georgia Bulldogs, they're up 21 nothing in Jacksonville over Florida. 10 minutes Rough left. Rough couple in the days second for quarter. Florida
1: you got Kormani yeah, going to Miami. you got, you got Georgia just wiping the floor with them. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little sad, sad days in, uh, in Gainesville.
0: Hey, how did you think overall Dylan Gabriel played today?
1: I thought he played well. Um, I thought that he was putting the ball where he was supposed to put it. I think if Mims doesn't have all those drops, his stat line looks dramatically different. Uh, I think he, I think he ran the offense well. He ran it like he was supposed to run it, and he picked up some some yards with his legs. I thought, I thought the uh, the one big third down he picked up that we ran the option on, and he yeah. kept it, and got upfield field around midfield. That kind of stuff is really the stuff I want to see from him because, you know, I know a lot of people say, "Man, I can't believe Levy's running Dylan Gabriel." We saw what the offense looked like without him. Look, man, you can't play scared. Like, you can't play scared. And it wasn't even on a designed run that he got hurt. And he got hurt on a dirty play. You can get hurt on dirty plays if that stuff's out of your control. So I, I, like, that, I like that Levy was, was calling those plays, and I really like that Dylan was uh, executing them well.
0: To, to hammer the point even more, um, for those that have already heard it four or five times, but if I would have to told you yesterday, Travis, hey, Dylan Gabriel's going to have a 148 yards through the air. Probably would have been really nervous about OU winning this game today. Maybe, maybe you would have nervous. said, yeah, I would, I, have know been, if, uh, I would have been
1: distraught.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if OU can win this game with Dylan Gabriel just throwing for 148 yards. They did. They won it by two scores, and that's the point. Defensively today is the reason really kind of why you won this game.
1: Yeah, and, and defensively, and again the run game. We've talked about it. You know, when we talk about what does this team do well, they run the ball well, and they did today against a team that doesn't let you run the ball well. Uh, they really did. Eric Gray, like I said, over 100 yards again, uh, 20 carries. You know, I think he, I think he's showing. Obviously, he came up a little, uh, a little light on that leg. You know, after he spent some time in the tent, came out and re-injured it when what was the last play of the game, or second to last play of the game, um, limped off the field. So hopefully it's nothing serious for him, and I hope that, I mean, I've, I've heard word that it's just some bruises and whatnot and he'll be fine, but, you know, you got to be careful. Uh, he's He is a massive part of the offense right now.
0: I don't know if he's listening right now. He's probably not. He's busy. How about our buddy Doug Miles today? Big J journalism down there on the field asking Britt Medibles questions during post game. Doug's getting after it.
1: Man, Doug, he was. uh, was, You know what was funny? So when you're in the press box, they list your like affiliate a lot of the time, or or, like your company, right? So it's like you look on there. It's you know all the different radio stations. You got OU Insider. You got Sooner Scoop. You got all this. His just says Douglas Miles, like it didn't. It love didn't that. say a company or nothing. It was like it literally like Atlanta Falcons, like New Orleans Saints. Like had scouts there, and it just said Douglas Miles, like you know who I am. And he was sitting front row, baby, <laughs> right in front of the window. Love that guy with his with his Phillies uh, hat on.
0: I love that man. That's so cool, Doug. Uh, Doug's one of the good ones out there, and he's a loyal listener out there in the state of Iowa. Appreciate him. I'm just looking at yes, some of these numbers from the K-State Oklahoma State game. Uh, Kansas State has nine first downs, but they have 28 points so far on the board. 181 total yards, but 28 points on the board. They are just hitting on big plays after big play. They don't need first downs today in Manhattan. Uh, they are just hitting on all the big plays today. And uh, Cats, man, uh, we'll see how ugly this one can get in Manhattan, Kansas. But it's already pretty bad. Oregon, eighth ranked Oregon in uh, Bo Nix, they trail Cal 10-7, to seven and a half minutes left in the second quarter. Illinois is about to score. They're at the Nebraska one-yard line uh, for a first and goal, 6.25 left in the second quarter. They're down at 9-6. Illinois is about to take the lead there. And how about South Carolina? Everyone was crowning them maybe the biggest surprise team in the SEC this year. South Carolina's down 14-0 to Mizzou early in the second quarter, and as I look at Rattler's stat line, it's not bad, three of four for 27 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, but uh, big game for the Gamecocks and uh, Shane Beamer out there. That would be a really bad home loss if they lose to Mizzou at home.
1: Yeah, yeah it would, and, and really that South Carolina team, uh, I actually got a message from somebody today uh, about that game and about how if South Carolina and that defense is just free money, uh, I think it's only a point-and-a-half spread or something like a point-and-a-half, but I was like, dude, you keep in mind last week they they had 17 points in the blink of an eye on some kind of you could call them fluky plays. I mean, beamer ball is a real thing, but, you know, you can't count on that all the time. So, you know, if they've just got to line up, line up with you and and beat you, you know, and sustain long drives, that's not really how they're built. So, you know, good on Missouri for making that happen. How about... Wake Forest, Another top ten team struggling. They just pulled ahead of Louisville, uh, the future home of Reuben Owens. Uh, yeah. And 14-13 there, 545 left in the first half. So uh, some some interesting games. Obviously the Kansas State blowout, which I think is fine with us. Uh, but some yeah. really good games. Uh, Bo Nix, Oregon was about to go down and score with about nine minutes left in the half. Uh, but then he threw a pick in the red zone. Which you Yikes. can't do that. So um, they've got a big third down coming up in the red zone again. So great games uh, in the afternoon. Uh, a couple blowouts, but but really some good stuff.
0: Yeah, Illinois just scored. They're up 13-9 over Nebraska. Uh, about midway through the second quarter. I- anyone booing over there? Now that Iowa's up thirteen nothing. Thirteen nothing over Northwestern.
1: No, I've only, I'll tell you what though. I did see two Iowa fans walk in and. Uh-oh. Uh, they, uh, they, they looked like they, they were probably in their late 60s, early 70s, um, but they could be in their 30s, and maybe that's just what you look like after watching Iowa football for that long. <laughs> Seriously. That's got to take a toll on you, man. Um, but, yeah, Iowa, an offensive explosion for 13 points. Um, I'll tell you what was funny today, Tyler, being in the, you know, the stadium, we had the windows open in the press box so we could hear the crowd. You can always tell. So, obviously, Oklahoma, Iowa State, both wear predominantly red. So, you look in the stands and you can't really tell outside of splashes of gold or uh, anything like that. Well, you know how you can quickly tell how many Oklahoma fans are in a stadium? Wait for Drake Stoops to catch the ball. Because if you, if you, if you, if you yep. hear that, you know they're well represented. Not a lot of OU fans uh, in attendance, uh, at least the vocal ones today. Or maybe they were just a bit gun-shy, just making sure it wasn't uh, uh, Gavin Freeman.
0: Yeah, because Gavin, Gavin Freeman got the ball a couple times. Did you hear some stoops yes, first when quarter. Gavin Freeman touched it? No, no, no I did not. I think, okay, like good. I said, I
1: think everybody's a little bit gun-shy. They can't just be calling okay, every good. white guy All stoops. Right. <laughs> right, yeah, good deal.
0: 405 329 if you want to sneak in. Uh, We'll continue to look across the country at some of these games going on. Just a couple more segments remaining on this Saturday, and we'll talk more about this OU win over Iowa State and kind of look ahead now to to what's next. One win away from bowl eligibility. How about those Sooners? Unbelievable. Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. More to come next right here on The Ref. Home creation, Sooner Game Day wrap-up show. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. A couple more segments with us. I'm going to ask Travis kind of the question of the day here as we move forward. Travis, what do we think now about this football team? Like, How are we going to approach the final four remaining games of the regular season after what we saw today against Iowa State?
1: Uh, well, Tyler, we're, we're, we're the best that's ever done it. Uh, nobody can uh, <laughs> handle our stuff. Um, Ricky you know, Bobby? No, uh, yes, sir. Yep, yep, yep. So, <laughs> no, I mean, realistically, I think, i don't know what we talked about before the game and really what we talked about after kansas is you know the offense is legit i mean even today yeah they missed on some plays for sure but they still scored nearly double what iowa state had been allowing throughout the season i mean they're they're 9 points better than the best team or the second best team in the big 12 so i still think the, off, the offense you know it's a proven commodity I think it's good. You're not going to have Mims dropping like he was today. That was Nick Harris even tweeted out that he was point-shaven.
0: <laughs> but it's <laughs> nice. you're not going to have
1: that happen. But I just want to see gradual improvement week by week with the defense, and I think that's what we got. So, I mean, look at the remaining games on the schedule. Baylor is going to look a lot like Iowa State. Really, really good defense. Aranda always has those boys tuned up. Um, offense, you know, you can get them. Um, so if you can continue to improve – and then you look at the pokes, and they're down about 100, you know, and you're like, okay, maybe they don't scare you as much, or maybe they're going to put something on film today that maybe Venables uh, and Ted Roof can, can work on together and look at. So I don't know. I feel good about it. I feel like we've got a proven commodity on offense and a defense that, uh, you know, is revitalized and is going to get healthier with
0: Billy Bowman on the, and DeMond Harmon on the backhand. You only had one sack today, which I say only one. I mean, that kind of equals your total so far throughout Big 12 play. But you had eight TFLs, man. And QB hurries, you had four. The quarterback pressure today wasn't perfect, Travis, but it was a whole heck of a lot better than what we've seen previously. This defensive line, again, like the rest of the defense, they have not figured it out, but that was a lot better performance today, I think, as a whole.
1: Well, yeah, and, and, you know, it – you don't live and die by sacks. You know, there are a lot of plays that, you know, like Danny Stutzman had one where it was kind of an option. You know, there was a guy out in the flat, tight end out in the flat, and he was like, all right, do I take the quarterback? Do I take tight end? And he was the only one out there on an island. And he, you know, he he plays it perfectly, doesn't get the sack, but the guy's got to throw it away. I mean, with plays like that, when you can cause them to throw the ball away, when you cause incompletions, when you cause when you cause positive plays, that I'll take it. I don't always need a sack to say, "Oh man, the defensive line played like crap today" because we only had one sack. That's not the case, man. Not the case at all.
0: Yeah, um, boy, Kansas State just keeps marching up and down the field. And for the OSU fans that were talking smack about that forty-nine nothing loss to uh, Texas, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't have, but. They're kind of cruising for about a forty nine, <laughs> then lost a day in Manhattan, man. Wow, this is a shocker, big time shocker. Tell you shocker. what,
1: we've got we, we got to, we got OU fans rolling in and out of this place, man. I love it. We've got there's an interesting Chicago, uh, you know, theme to today. I suppose it is only about okay. a five hour drive, so we've actually had multiple people come up saying they're from Chicago, um, and this is their closest campus to them. So they've been coming over, nice. and then obviously we had Dennis from Chicago on the phone. So uh, Greg had stopped by. He's a big-time uh, uh, big time listener of the show. So, anyways, great times here at Jethro's Barbecue. If you're in the area, you know, a uh, lot of Oklahoma fans here.
0: Um, and you also saw an impressive collection of Sooner tattoos on a man's right arm today.
1: Oh, <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Now, that's uh... – no, that was strong. That was strong. He literally he walked right in and just lifted his sleeve. He had OU clo- like he had OU shirt and OU hat on and stuff like that. Like it wasn't that I was questioning whether like he had to identify as an OU fan, you know what I mean? He didn't walk in and I was <laughs> questioning it. Like it's like, oh hey, OU fan, boomer. And then he turns and he's like, No, 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 no. I don't think you understand. And he lifted that sleeve and I was like, oh, oh my.
0: Oh my. Yeah. That's on our ref Twitter page at K R E F Sports, if you want to check it out. But the man has three OU tattoos on his right arm. That's right. Three OU tattoos on his right arm. It is a uh, it is a sight to see for sure. All right. We got one final segment of our post-game coverage coming up next. We'll break it all down one final time. We'll give you one final scoreboard update and more. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We are the home of Sooner fans. All right. Final segment of our home creations Sooner Game Day wrap-up show. Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Travis, I guess, is going to pack it up and head back to Tulsa as uh, soon as we get done here in about 10 minutes or so. So I'll kind of let you have the T-Box here on our final segment. Just kind of your final post-game thoughts as uh, we look back at this 27-13 win over Iowa State.
1: Well, you know, I've got uh, the Downs family here with me now. Uh, I've got. uh, Oh, nice. uh, My mama Helms uh, came through. So. If you're wanting to to come and hang out at uh, Jethro's, make sure and uh, get on over here if you're listening, uh, if you're in traffic after the game or anything like that. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, kind of final thoughts. Like I said, it's nice to win a game with the defense after kind of they've been a a bit maligned uh, over uh, this this last month, really. Uh, This looked a lot like the defense we saw the first three games of the season, aggressive, hitting hard, um, causing turnovers. Uh, pressuring the quarterback, getting tackles for loss. That's the kind of stuff, uh, you know, you needed to do against this Iowa State team. I think it sets us up really well uh, going into the Baylor game. I think you can continue to get healthy because, again, I don't think you played a lot of the guys that uh, um, that were kind of iffy on some injuries. You get Javante Barnes back hopefully from sickness. Um, sounds like Eric Gray is going to be fine. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think you go into that Baylor game at home and, man, that's a big game, Tyler. That's a really big game. You can get bowl eligible with a win, and you can really just turn this season around with that win at Baylor. After that, you know, you you kind of check off some of the boxes, right?
0: I got to ask, when you saw Nate Downs today, uh, did he immediately give the horns down? Because I don't know if I've ever seen Nate Downs and he didn't immediately give the horns down. So I'm just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, he
1: he walked in with the smooth fist pump, you know, because right. he had to go. You know, they had, a, they had the name on the list. You know, get the host stand kind of by me. So there was there was a lot going on, man. He had to keep that head on the swivel. So, uh, but came in. Uh, he's actually he's sitting next to me now because uh, there's they're on nice. a bit of a wait here at the biggest sports bar in the Big Twelve, as they claim. Hey, if he, so, wanna man, hop,
0: if he wants to hop on for a quick segment and give his post game thoughts, I'm all about hearing from Nate Downs. I'd, I'd love hey, to Hey, I'm
1: gonna. I'm going to hand him the
0: headset, and he's going to give All you right. his
1: uh, post-game thoughts. All
0: right, perfect. Nate Downs out there in Weatherford, Oklahoma. Nate, uh, good to hear from you, man. That, that, that defense, that carried that team to a win today. Um, I'm just going to start with that. Defense overall, what did you think of the way they played?
5: Uh, really strong. You know, with uh, you, the defensive line holding them to, what, was 33 yards, rushing, I thought that was fantastic. And even uh, through the yeah. air, uh, even though it was a couple of busts here and there, we did pretty good overall. I'm, I'm really proud of the defense in general.
0: Three turnovers, man. Three turnovers yeah. today. And, you know, the biggest thing for me, Nate, is that game got close late. And I think when Iowa State scored that touchdown in the fourth and 12, OU fans thought, oh, gosh, here we go. Here we go again. But it was the I'm defense that, that kept. <laughs> yeah. But it was the defense that got that interception. It was the defense to drive before that got that stop. It's just, you know, this team hasn't played in a whole lot of close games this year. Outside that Kansas State game, Iowa State had played in a ton of close games, and OU was the one that, that made the plays necessary to, to win a close game today. So I, I know you're happy today. I think everyone's happy. It was just a, it was a good day all around, man. It really was.
5: It was. It was very refreshing. Very refreshing sitting in the stands watching this game. And, uh, you know, offensively we're still struggling just a little bit, it seems like. Uh, but I, it's all going to come together. And I'm looking very much forward to next year. And, you know, off season again, Schmitty, all that. We're going to we're gonna be even bigger, stronger, and faster next year and uh, be a, a big disruptor in the Big 12 after everybody thinks that we're diminishing. I don't know what they're thinking.
0: Hey, uh, how far is that drive from Weatherford to Ames?
5: Uh, A little over ten hours.
0: Ten (laughs) hours? Yeah, man. Okay. We we stayed in Des
5: Moines last night. My work, my wife can work from the road, so I just be quiet and drive, and she works.
0: (laughs) You know your role. (laughs) You know. I know my role. role. Yeah,
5: know your role (laughs) and shut your mouth. Uh,
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the necro. Necro's pretty
5: sick. You too. I'm gonna pass this back.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. See you, Nate. There's Nate Downs, man. He's uh. He's awesome, man. And it feels like, Travis, every time that we're on the road doing a show, Nate Downs figures out a way to come say hi to us, either before or after the game. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, absolutely.
1: absolutely. And he's had said, uh, you know, speaking of roles, well, Ethan had that neck roll on today. I thought it looked pretty good.
0: Yeah. No, it did, man. It, it, it did. And that defensive line got some pressure um, that we've been waiting to see, man. Got some pressure on Hunter Deckers and made him uh, – Made him turn the ball over for sure. So hey, dude, uh, I, I guess you're heading back to Tulsa tonight. Safe, safe travel home, man. I I know that's a long drive, so keep it in between in between the lanes, dude.
1: It's not too bad. It's only about seven hours. It's not what old uh, Parker Thune and I did with seventeen hours back from Vegas. So I just did Baton Rouge last week. You know, do a little bit uh, today. And and for those of you wondering, um, Kansas State scored again, up thirty-five nothing on the Pokes now.
0: Yep. Crazy, man. Wow. I'll be interested to see what that score looks like yeah, here in a couple hours. All right, uh, that'll do it for us. Appreciate all the interaction, as always, uh, on the phone line, on the text line, on Twitter, on uh, everything. You guys make game day just so much more fun. And Hey, a little optimism, huh? Monday? Monday optimism. Can't wait till uh, we get to talk about this win on Monday and start to preview this Baylor game coming up in a week's time. For Travis Davidson, I'm Tyler McComas. We'll talk to you then. We'll talk to you on Monday right here on The Ref. We are the Homeless Sooner fans.